0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Let's see if it shows up. What's going on? Good morning. Happy Saturday, y'all. I am getting back in on the saddle, y'all. I'm excited. And uh, it's been a little while since I've been doing my thing, but I've been watching y'all. A lot of people been out there doing their shows and Podcasting and stuff like that, and going live. Y'all been doing your thing, and I'm looking back like, okay, I see everybody starting to finally catch on here, huh? Starting to finally catch on, and I'm actually testing this out on stream. you this is good. So this is going to my business page. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So because on my business page, I can actually see your comments. So, I use all kinds of different um, softwares to stream. So, I'm actually just checking to see how it's going to show up on my business page. And because of where I run all my ads and stuff, I'll, I'm good with that. I'm looking for new I'm, I'm looking to meet new people anyway. So, it's all good. So, good morning. <clears throat> if you are watching on my page, this is my name is Fred Fitzgiles. If you've never met me before, I am a media consultant. I am also a speaker. I am a father. I am a uh, media tech guy. I am a coach, mindset coach, and a trainer. Um, I am part of a couple organizations I've been a part of for a while now. Um, My background is in the IT industry got started way, way back. I mean, my it wasn't my first job, but my first job was in the restaurant industry. <laughs> so that's right. I was the McDonald's guy. So I did that, you know, from the time I was 13. My, my first job was 13 years old, 13 years old, believe it or not. So that's my, that's my back story. And uh, uh, I worked for a multi-billion dollar company at the time. I mean, think about it, you know. I love telling this story. I mean, 13 years old, you don't get to work for a lot of billion dollar companies, do you? And I learned a lot at that company. I learned a lot about, you know, responsibility. I learned about how to deal with people. I learned how to deal with conflict. Uh, I learned how to be in for integrity. And I also learned how to make an egg McMuffin uh, cool. Great order of fries, as long as you turn off the thing at by four minutes, I'm, I'm going to make a Big Mac. <laughs> okay, I worked at McDonald's, my first uh, my first billion-dollar company I worked for, but <laughs> it's all about perspective. I know it's a crude joke, but, you know, I was very, very proud of that because it was my first time I was making money. And back then, I was making $3.35 an hour. Yeah, 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 it was, wasn't a lot of money. But there's a lot of money at the time when you're 13 years old in middle school. Right. And so um, that was that was my thing. And then, I, you know, I worked at every restaurant after that, known the man. I always wanted to um, excel in whatever I did. So as long as I work with somebody that, that wasn't afraid to teach me what I know, uh, I, you know and I pick up pre- pretty fast. So I got a lot of stories. I'm going to be sharing about you know my entire work life uh, and how it kind of transcended and evolved and how I just kept going and leading myself to try to get better and better and better. Although I wasn't perfect, and I I will never claim to be perfect. Um, there's something that drove me. You know I have a I have seven brothers and sisters. Um, I'm the I'm the middle. I'm kind of the, the I guess quasi middle. I'm the third born uh i was born 1970 so my brother was born before me maybe five years and then my sister was born three years or four four years before me so i'm kind of the middle then i got uh, my other sisters that came after me my mother she was a school teacher and uh she was from jersey city you know uh she went to jersey city state college and then when she married my dad, uh, she moved to Delaware. I'm born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware. Very, very proud of that. As a matter of fact, it is the home of the president of the United States. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Biden. So yes, I'm very, very proud of that as well, big big time. And, uh, but I don't get into politics on my channel, so don't, don't start. Anyway, uh, but, you know, my dad he worked for a uh, you know from the time that i was born he worked for a company called getty oil uh, out in delaware city in delaware and uh uh we you know my mom and dad were together for the first 10 years of my life we lived on 39th street in wilmington and then um you know they separated they wound up moving to jersey city where my mom was at and moved back and forth and i came back down here and wound up in dunleaf very proud of my neighborhood in Dunleaf as well. And I was there from about, I don't know, uh, 12 to about 16. And then I left home. Yeah, I left home, you know. I never really have told that story, but I left home back in the days, it's called runaway, right? That means you leave out of the house when your parents ain't looking. Yeah, that's that's runaway. <laughs> so, so A lot of people don't know that about me. And uh, so I was I I put myself into a situation, you know, at 16 years old, rather, uh, when I bought my first car, my grandfather was a strong, strong um, uh, financial person, but he also had a sixth grade education. And I was talking to my daughter recently, not my daughter, but my my sister recently, because she did the uh, Ancestry.com and found out some really good information. So it just kind of just, you know my sister has always inspired me she's an author my brother um, he is um, he works he's, he works in the um, 3m industry my older brother um, she, uh, he is um, he, he's 30 year olds uh, he's he, he worked 30 years at University of Delaware and retired 30 years um, and my 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 other sister she has has um, she is now into the um, she's a pharmacist and uh, the mother brother is a decorated uh, officer in the Navy. And uh, the my other sister, she um, is an amazing, she's so talented and she's raised some amazing children. And uh, my nieces, I love them. And uh, she took care of her, her family. And I'm telling you, she's just awesome. I love her so much and um, yeah. And then um, I forget about seven of us. So we, my, my, even though my dad, um, you know, he raised us, we didn't all live together because we had, you know, different mothers and everything, but we had the same father. He always he always instilled us to do the best that we can and, and, and to be together and to make sure that we looked out for each other. Those are those values that um, my parents, All my, you know, always still instilled in us. Even my mother, my mother, she struggled with mental illness after a while. Um, So, all my younger years between maybe seven or eight, I mean, I got a good, I guess from birth to seven, I kind of got a good solid years with my mom until I found out that she had some challenges. Um, She had schizophrenia. And so, those years was between seven, eight, all the way till the time. I, uh, you know, we, we, we went to Jersey and came back. It was some tough times. And for that age, I never really reflected on this, but that has a lot to do with the person I am today. Just that time where I had to kind of learn how to take care of myself my brothers and sisters. And uh, I didn't even realize at the time that, you know, humor, uh, laughter was really kept my sanity together so that I can be able to get through that. So um, that's a little bit about me, my, my background. Um, this is my business page and I'm just kind of um, really, really excited about helping people. Um, I got into music, <laughs> got into music uh, in high school, I went to Gunning Bedford. And uh, so Mr. Bedford's watching, big shout out to Mr. Bedford and uh, I picked up my first instrument I picked up was the saxophone. I don't know why he gave me the saxophone. I think I do know. Um, you know, sometimes you don't think about these memories until they come back to you. Uh and I gotta say, I gotta stop saying uh because I'm a Toastmaster. Pause. <laughs> I think I picked up the uh, saxophone because. You know how in music class in the eighth grades uh in, in, in kind of middle school they'll kind of try you out to see what you like like if you're a kid that always likes to bang on the table you know they probably you know what send him to the band room and put, put some drumsticks in his hand <laughs> because he likes to play the instruments but they also let you try stuff they let you try like uh which we, they used to call the piccolo it was like a little whistle thing it looked like one of them toys you get for christmas but it's like a piccolo thing and you, you know, and so I think, you know, they teach you how to do that. Now I must've picked up on it um, pretty quickly. And so then uh, my teacher introduced me to the saxophone and I, I I, I mean, I, I, I was practicing. I squeaked a lot trying to figure it out as we're starting anything new, you're going to be bad before you're good. So uh, I squeaked a lot. I remember my dad just telling me to, just to keep practicing. He said, practice, 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 practice. You used to always say that. And uh, I practiced, I practiced the heck out of that, uh, <laughs> out of the, uh, that, that saxophone, but I finally got it. And I wound up going on to be a part of the band, concert band, even in high school. I went to William Penn High School, shout out to William Penn Colonials. And I went, uh, I was there and I was in the, the marching band with the band camp, the whole nine. We were very, very proud of doing that, learn how to play without looking at music. So it was like, but everything I tried to do, it was like, I, I tried it, I worked it for a little bit, then I moved on to something else. I tried it, I worked a little bit, I moved on to something else. I tried it, I worked a little bit, I moved on to something else. And that could be good, but sometimes it could be, I've been learning it could be a little, little bad too, because you never really get to master what you want. Right. Um, there's certain people that pick up something and they just do that for the rest of their life. You know, Tiger Woods picks up a club. He does it for the rest of his life. Um, you know, my mentor, John Maxwell, realized he wants to talk on leadership. He does it for the rest of his life. You know, Michael Jordan picks up a basketball. He does it for the rest of his life. So um, the one thing that I can say about myself is that I really haven't picked up something and not moved on from it or mastered it, all right? And so I'm excited about this new career move that I'm making um, or working on rather for the last five years. And that's speaking, that's coaching, and that's training in the field of personal growth, communication, Uh, mindset and leadership. This is something that, you know, at, I guess at the time, 2016 is when I, it's when I joined the uh, Maxwell leadership certified team. (laughs) Um, It was because 20 years ago, I used to, you know, I was reading books on media because that's my background in media, right? I see I got this microphone, I got the wireless, I got all the media stuff. I used to work on music, play music. But 20 years ago, after you know, saxophone goes into, you know, kind of backtrack, after I played the saxophone, I went into music, and after music, I started rapping. After rapping, I started DJing and partying and got into equipment and stuff like that. So all that media stuff that I did, I was always learning something, trying to move on, learning the keyboard, trying to move on, learning to do beats, trying to move on, learning to do this, got in, and I got into a ministry, uh, in New, New Destiny Fellowship, I haven't tried singing. Now, I got a little bit of a voice, but I don't have a voice to where you want to, you know, buy my album. But I I did make an album, uh, you know, when I was in my music career uh, with a great group, a really uh, significant project called Project X. I was, you know, one of the rappers on it. I was kind of like the MC Hammer of the group when they had like a salt and pepper type feel. They had like a public enemy type feel. They had like a, you know, dance type feel. Uh, they had the uh, Big Daddy Kane type feel on it. It was always influenced. Uh, it was called Project X, one of, the, one of the, my most proudest projects that I worked on. But back then I was still trying something, moving on, trying something, moving on, not really mastering it. But going from there into music, I wound up, um, my mother and father, uh, my mother passed in 1998 I'll bless her soul. My father passed 2005 in 1998 is when I got introduced through my sister uh, by going to, to church and getting serious about, you know, giving my life over to God, which that didn't happen until I was 30 years old, right? So from the time I'm born to 30, really didn't know the Lord, um, really wasn't interested in reading the Bible, wasn't interested in none of that kind of stuff. You know, we always tease, you know, church, church, church. The only church that I knew was you go to church and you get somebody gives you money to put in a, be, a basket. They give you 50 cent. You put in a quarter and then you take the rest and go to the penny candy store. But that was the only thing about church that I knew. <laughs> but uh my aunts, I have an Aunt Lillian. God rest her soul. She covered me in prayer. She was the one that I really, really um, gave me the foundation of knowing what church was, what God was. Not that my mom and dad didn't. So, my dad was really big on it. He just said, Yeah, go to Sunday school. Was, that was it. My mom introduced me in the sense of she took us to church because she was going through some stuff and trying to get her life together as well. And so um, she introduced us to it. But my aunt is the one that was the prayer warrior for me. And that carried me for 30 years. I didn't think, I ain't thought about it. I was just thinking about it right now, it carried me for over 30 years. But then, you know, you got you gotta you gotta you gotta pick up the baton. You gotta, you know, people can only pray for you a certain amount of time. Then you gotta pick it up yourself. So my my sister, my beautiful sister, Frida introduced me by inviting me to a church called Greater Bethel. And I remember going there and I remember saying, just kind of sitting there, like, oh, okay, it's the church. Here we go. They hell hallelujah, Holy Ghost, blah, blah, blah. And Apostle Weeks, I heard him preach and I was like, wow. This is, this feels like home. This feels like home. And I wind up trying to, okay, but what do I know? All I know is media and music, right? And now at the time, my career was in IT, in computers. So, okay. He always says, use your gifts. Your gifts will make room for you. He does your finger like this. Your gifts will make room for you. So, okay, what gifts do I have? Okay, I can do music, all right? And I'm in the IT. So, I, you know, that's what I worked in. And I got mentored by my great friend Aziz Weeks, brought me in. He saw that I was in, into media and music, and boom, we connected. And he taught me everything I knew as far as media production, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, you know, I have him to thank for that because I was again trying something, learning it, moving on, trying something, moving it, mer- learning, moving on, and not really mastering it. And so, but I also tried singing because I always, I always sung. I always sung. You know, just sing around, you know, I rap, but I sung a little bit. So I kind of combined a little, but I found out. When you don't master something, it will show up because I thought I was a singer. until I got around a singer. (laughs) And even in my production, I thought I knew how to play the keyboard. So I got around somebody who mastered the keyboard, (laughs) right? I thought I was an audio engineer until I got around somebody who was an audio engineer. Why? Because that's all they did was audio engineer. That was it. He didn't move on. He didn't try it. He did it and did it and did it. The singer, that's all they did was sing and sing and sing. The keyboards, all they did was do the keyboard. That was it. That's all they did. So they mastered it. I hadn't done that. So as i'm evolving and learning and learning and i, ne- I realized i really never took the time to just master what it is that i can do that i want to do that i have a passion to do and so um, about 2001 i had i had a little bit of a epiphany about what i wanted to do because i typically keep to myself I typically stay out of people's business. I typically, you know, I have my own family, my own kids. I only focus on us as far as giving them my time, my talents, my love, things of that nature. So I only focus in on my children, on my family. And then uh, when I started, you know, going to church, I started realizing that there's a whole world out here who appreciates what you do, what you can do and how you can help them. And it's not necessarily your family. It's a whole world out here that would appreciate your talents or what you can do for them, how you can help them. It's like, wow, I didn't think about that. And then, you know, when you you learn about, when you're growing in spirit, you start learning these practical techniques and strategies and about your mind and how you should move and how you should react to things and how you should deal with, Angry people and difficult people, how you should treat people, how you should talk, how you should, all this kind of stuff. You learn that kind of in the spiritual church side. You learn life. It's like life principles, you know, stuff that your parents may mention to you wash your hands, brush your teeth, you know, white when you go outside, look both ways in the street. But like values, there are certain values that families just, just have. Uh uh, we don't do that sit uh-uh, up at the table put your elbows off the table uh, we don't we don't do that like there's certain values that you have in the home there's a whole other list of values that maybe your family never received they never really got it maybe it, it depends so as you grow and develop I'm learning that it, just because you learn this at home you can get better it's because your parents taught you this you can be better than your parents and you should be better than your parents just because you learn, you know, what not to do and how to be respectful. Da, 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 there's a whole nother list of values like character and integrity and responsibility and accountability and and how to deal with bad situations that you have to learn. And typically you only learn them through your relationships. Right. You learn them because you deal with somebody who's who's. Uh, disrespectful and you, okay, I don't want to be disrespected. You deal with somebody who's impatient or you're impatient and you realize, okay, I got to be patient. You realize you got to be sensitive. You got to have empathy. You learn all this through relationships. You know what I'm saying? You know, Sometimes you don't get it from your parents. Sometimes your parents, they're just the parents that just, they love each other, but they don't really deal with each other. They may be so lovey-dovey, they don't have time for nothing else. They may have challenges. They may have some bad habits that they're they kind of like so focused on the bad habits that they forget about raising you and teaching you anything because they can't get together themselves. So I realized that as you evolved and one of the things I, I started realizing is that, man, I love the idea of learning how to become a better person. I love the idea of learning how to deal with difficult people. I love the idea of reading books. I got my first book on personal growth because I joined a business, a network marketing business called Prepay Legal back in the day. Some of y'all are still my members. 20 years later, how y'all doing? I appreciate you. <laughs> and uh, it's called Legal Shield now. But that's why that, that, that business model was heavy on personal growth, like becoming a better person that you can that you attract the right people that either join your team or you attract the right clients and customers, but the only way you're gonna do that is if you get better. I'm saying to myself, what do you mean I get better? I'm fine, I'm fine just the way I am. <laughs> no, you ain't, you know? You got anger issues. You late all the time. You, you you get mad when somebody look at you wrong, you know? So these are the kind of things like, you know, you got an attitude problem. You point fingers all the time when something happens. You blame people a lot. You know, you're a narcissist. Like all these different kind of qualities. If nobody tells you that, if somebody tried to tell you that in your family, you're probably going to fight them. If your friends try to tell you that, you're probably going to fight them or fight back. Not physically fight, but you may physically fight, but you're going to fight back at it. But when you're in an environment of growth, where you see everybody around you and you want to be like that, You want to walk like that. You want to dress like that. You want to talk like that. You want to have that that much money. You want to have those cars. You want to have those houses. You start to recognize I desire to be like them. And then they say to you, you think I got here because of my business? No, I got here because I became a better person. I got here because I read the right books. Right. I stopped putting down those trashy magazines or putting down a music magazine on just on music. I stopped putting down, you know, watching all these TV shows, these ratchet shows about beating people up. And da, 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 da. I stopped. Put, I stopped reading these crazy books about dragons and lions and bears and tigers. and start reading about how to handle my money, how to do this personal growth and personal development. And that's where I had that epiphany aha moment like. Wait a minute. I thought about my past. I'm like, yeah, I like music. Yeah, I like entertainment. I like, you know, media and I like videos and stuff like that and playing music and stuff like that. But there's more out here. I also like making money. I like working, but I also like people. Yeah, I like technology and i like computers at the time and stuff like this is before cell phones i like all that kind of stuff but there's a way for you to be able to encourage somebody and lift them up and help somebody with a product or a service and have them change their life and they drive in the kind of car and taking these kind of vacations and you know leaving their jobs or work on their jobs and being able to work because they want to work and not because they don't have to and you know, being able to do these things for other people and all this kind of stuff. There's there's opportunities out there where I can do that. I mean, because typically we just go to work, get paid, go to work, get paid, go to work, get paid, go to work, go home, go to sleep, go watch the remote, go to work, get paid, go home, kiss kids, kiss the wife, blah, blah. Like there's this mundane life. It's like, oh, how's it doing? Nice day. Yes. Oh, it's going to rain. Oh, how's the weather? Like there's that mundane life. But there's another life that's out here that says, "Hey, guess what I did today? I helped somebody uh, make a thousand dollars. Guess what I did today? I went to the um, the uh, the homeless shelter and gave away five hundred dollars. I went and bought food down there. I bought blankets down there. I bought shoes down there. Hey, I, I took a trip over to." Um, to, the, to the, the Dominican Republic, sat down with a bunch of kids who were interested in being able to become better and learn and, 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 and you know, I went over here to this bank and I was able to get a loan I was able to buy this kind of car. I went over here and I worked on my credit and I learned how to be able to handle my money. Like there's stuff out there that was like, whoa, this is helping me and I'm helping people. This is the life I wanna, this is what I wanna do. This is great. And so, but that requires growth. And how do you grow? Do you grow? Oh, I'm taller, I'm taller, I'm taller. I'm getting bigger, 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 fatter. Not that growth. I'm talking about your your growth and your mindset. How you think, your attitude, your thoughts, right? Is it positive or negative? You know the positive mindset, you know what happens. Positive things happen. I'm not saying that you gotta be Mr. Positive because I get mad too i get upset i get a little sarcastic sometimes we all do but then i know how to bring it back i know how to check myself my wife would check me my kids would check me my family would check me like being able to receive feedback i call it fearless feedback and so you know what i was wrong there and my fault that was my bad and not point fingers but accept the responsibility there's 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 books and stuff out here Training out here that allows me to do that and learn that and become a better person and I can teach it? Hmm, tell me more about this personal growth thing. Tell me more about this leadership thing. Tell me more about this accountability thing and these type of books and these kind of audios and and MP3s to listen to. Tell me how I can expand my mind and get better and better and become a better version of myself. Tell me more about that. And I became more passionate about that. And over the years, 20 years, I've been in the personal growth I read Think and Grow Rich. I read, um, how, my first one was How to Win Friends and Influence People, Power Focus, Rich Dad Poor Dad About Money. I started really getting into really a lot of these books, Stephen Covey, uh, Jim Rohn, like all these different books that kept telling me how to get better and better and better, 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 better. I started learning more and learning more and learning more. And now, 20 years later, after following all these people and listening to one of these sermons and doing business and meeting a lot of people and learning and networking, all this kind of stuff, an opportunity came up for the person that I, who I looked up to, who I saw first at my church <laughs> on the Cybercast, John Maxwell. I had an opportunity to be able to now join his team and be able to be, after reading all his books, pretty not all of them, but most of them, to help me, help to apply things in my life and made me better. Made me a better husband. Made me a better father. Made, made, made all the, the flaws that I had come out. Realize I'm not perfect. I'm not all that. I got an ego. I got an attitude. Sometimes I get smart. All that stuff gets pulled out of me, and I can look at it and not and, and not be in denial about it, but actually check myself on it and allow people to yell at me, yell at people to scream at me, yell at my kids to get mad, get, get into a disagreement with my kids and everything. But it's all pulling at me. It, pu- it all pulling out of me to be able to, so I can see myself, so I can deal with myself, so I can now learn how to better myself. Oh yeah. And because I'm doing it for myself, I'm not here trying to tell somebody what to do, how to be, no, I'm I'm taking a walk myself. I'm leading myself first. I ain't trying to lead nobody else. If you assign me in a position before, the first thing I wanna do is put a book in, in my hand and let me work on me first. And that's what I've been doing for the last pretty much three to five years working on me. Right. I mean, you can go to, uh, you can get a, anybody get a certification program and they can get certified, get stamped, get a little, you know, certification thing and then go out and think, I'm going to change the world. It doesn't work like that. The first person that you're going to change, the first person that is going to change is not, your wife, your husband, your brother, your sister, your mom, your uncle, your cousin, your family. You can't change the world just by telling people to change. The only way you can change the world is if you start by changing yourself. And that's what I love to do now. That's what I'm loving. That's what this whole thing is about me um, learning how to be a mindset coach. A leadership trainer, a personal growth trainer, right? a speaker, because now I get to communicate, you know, what I've learned, the things that I have done, and then I can get to listen using my communication to what other people have done and learn from them and then be the change by becoming a better version of myself. And that's what I do. That's what I do. That's what this whole thing is about. And I was able to, after doing different businesses, different business ventures, last year, I made it official. All right. I have my own company. It's called It's Time to Lead. I-T-S-T-I-M-E, the number two lead LLC. For now, that's what it's called. It's Time to Lead LLC. Speaking Training and coaching company and media. speak A media, speaking, training company and coaching company that focuses on personal growth, communication, leadership, and media. We're a training company. We're a consulting and training company focused on those particular areas. And I'm excited about it because that's exactly what I'm passionate about. All right? So whenever you've been seeing it's time to leave, you've been seeing me wearing my shirts. Now it's time to be able to now bring this to the world. And I'm looking forward to be able to bringing on some great people, some new people, some talented people to help build this company. And so that we can be able to go out and speak, coach and train and help people to see their gifts, their talents, Help them achieve their goals, their dreams, max out their fullest potential, find their purpose, and then go from success to truly being a person of significance that gives them fulfillment, right? My mentor always told me that once you take fulfillment and significance, success will never satisfy you anymore. Most of us reach for success, but then we get there and it's like, man, what do I do now? I've made a million dollars. I made two million. I made three million dollars. I made four million dollars. That's, wow, I've, I've made it, right? That's what people said. They didn't say, now what? Right? Money's just a tool. Money just makes you more of who you are. Now we need it, like we need oxygen. Don't get it twisted. But it's a tool, and it just makes you more of who you are. So the question is, who are you? If you haven't reached your goal, if you haven't reached your financial goals, it's because the person that you are right now is the reason why you have what you have right now. Or the reason why you don't have what you want right now It's because of the person you are. So you have to be intentional about finding out who you are, what you want to do, who you want to do it with, where you want to do it with, why you need to do it, or why you want to do it and then learn how to be able to start developing your mind your, and your strategy and your mindset and your philosophy by learning, by taking our trainings and our lunch and learns and our masterminds and our masterclasses and, and our online virtual events that we have and learning how to become, learning ways for you to be the best version of you that you can be. Because the person that you are right now if you are super successful, congratulations. But there's another level of success that's going to require a different you. And personal growth is a continual thing; it never stops. So I'm 51 years old right now. I am where I am because of what I did, and now from here forward, I'm I'm excited about the next 51 years. You hear me? I so I said I said it. I'm excited about the next 51 years. Y'all know I, I love having fun. But I'm excited about the next 51 years because the person that I am right now is gonna be a different person as I continue to grow, evolve, develop myself, develop my mind, strengthen my mind, learn from people who have done it, learn from, you know learn from great coaches and mentors who have gone before me, already set the path, Already made the way. All I got to do is be able to just open my ears, open my mind, open my heart and listen and learn and then take action and do what they do. That's that's a big success tip. If you want what somebody else has that's successful, then you got to be willing to do what they do. And guess what? Successful people and people of significance, successful people do what unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Got it? All right, cool. So um, I wanted to get on here to kind of test my stream, y'all, to make sure it can hold up in the area that I'm in. It looks like it's holding up pretty well. Uh, And uh, I'm looking forward to being able to come back and share and to engage and to be able to talk with you uh, and to introduce you into my world. I have a group that I'm building right now Um, and I'll be giving some more information on that group, uh, that's going to be, to be specifically geared towards, uh, salespeople, network marketers, business builders, and entrepreneurs. And then I have another group that I'm going to be working on probably at the end of the year. It's going to be geared towards, uh, ministry leaders. Okay. Because, uh, God made a, gave me a big mandate, uh, You know, it wasn't a New Year's resolution, but I have a a group, a prayer group on Facebook um, that uh, he basically challenged me because I had, I've given my priority to every other area of my life. I've devoted to other things, cars and houses and and devices and iPhones and iPads and laptops and everything and people and family and kids and that. I devote a lot all of my life, right? but I never had a time where I would devote every single day to God, every single day. And I'm a man of God, by the way. So if that bothers you, you can stop watching this right now. It's not personal, but I'm a man of God and I don't apologize for it. I believe in God, believe Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died for my sins on the cross. That's me. So that's that's who you're getting. Um, and, but he challenged me to Uh, do a devotion and devotion. I was like, what is that? I've heard about doing daily devotions, but I'm like, okay, what is that? It's when you just devote time to God. It doesn't have to be long time. Just devote time for him, an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever, five minutes, 10 minutes. And he challenged me to do something. And I was up for the challenge. And I, as of April, uh, let me see, from January 1st, the the beginning of the new year, 2022 to March 31st, 90 days. I was able to fulfill that step up to the challenge and I devoted time every single day, no matter what. And I did it in my group. So if you're interested in finding out about that, I did over 90 devotions over the course of 90 days, all different topics you know, within about five to 10 minutes each uh, and people are in the group and they're just being blessed by it. So if you're interested in something like that, uh, just go ahead and message me and I will uh, I'll invite, you, invite you to the group uh, as well as a prayer group. It's not deep. I'm not a pastor or apostle. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Just a brother. I love the Lord. I know God blessed me. Saved me in certain areas of my life. Save me a couple years ago when I had a life-threatening emergency. Save me with my family, save my kids, protect us from COVID, and all that kind of stuff. God, I know He's a real He blessed me. All right. But um uh that's it. I wanted to just jump on here today, um, guess kind of warm on my tops, begin, again, I'm getting settled here. Um, I made a major, major move in the last five months. And uh, so I'm getting settled here and we're still in the process. So pray for me, pray for me and my wife um, uh, that things work out the way it's gonna work out. And I'm not, I have no doubt about it, no doubt at all. Cause 1% doubt you're out. So I have no doubt at all things are gonna work out. Um, God's delays are not God's denials. It doesn't mean he's not gonna give it to you. If you keep pressing, if you hold on, hold up to your faith and do not, do not, do not let it waver, right? He brought you through that last situation and now you're here to live and talk about it. He's gonna bro- bring you through the next one. So be encouraged, all right? So um, that's it. This is Fred Fitzgiles. Your success is my passion. Um, I'm the ceo of it's time to lead we're a personal growth training and consulting company and media as well and uh we really really i really really appreciate you checking this out this morning and being here and i will be back here on a regular basis starting on april the second i didn't want to do the april first because i had something else to do on april first but april the second i'm going to be here on my page and i'm going to be sharing uh I am also connected with a lot of great people. So, there's a big event I got, I'm going to be sharing on here. People that have great events that's going to inspire, uplift people, help them in their finances, help them with their mindset, help them with their business, help them with their spiritual life, help them with their family. I'm going to be, if people are doing things like that, if you're a type of person that you have a lot of events going on, I'm going to be your cheerleader. I'm going to be your promoter. I'm going to be the guy that shares it with a lot of people and use my influence wherever that's at, uh to get people to to help people to move move their lives forward, move their business forward, move their spirituality forward, move their relationships forward. And uh I'll be having my wife on here with me. She don't she don't know that yet, but I'm gonna have her on here with me uh, as well. So thank you for if you already been on my business page because you're a friend, thank you for you know liking my page. If you're not uh please share this page, share this video so that people can kind of get to know you know what? what you know who I am. What I'm about. My background. Um, um, uh, we 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 we're gonna be out here right now, and I'm looking to be able to help you any way I can, to grow. Personally, so you can become the best version that you that you want to be, so you can be able to reach your goals, your dreams, your purpose, and your fullest potential, because you deserve it. You are enough. You have what you need. All right. No more excuses. Just results like my friend Art Lou says, all right? All right, see you guys next time. Later.